This podcast contains explicit language. Hey, this is Mike from 424recording.com, and I just want to say if you're a fan of the podcast or channel, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash 424recording. For as little as a buck a month, you'll get exclusive rewards and help keep this podcast mattress ad free. Support us at patreon.com slash 424recording. Hello and welcome to 424 Recording, a podcast featuring interviews with musicians, artists, YouTubers, and other creatives about the creative process. We're also talking all things music, especially in the punk, grunge, bedroom, and indie rock genres. This is Mike from 424recording.com, and this week's episode is part two of my chat with YouTuber and musician Noir Blancfi. In the second part of this two-part series, we get into the importance of having a support system as a creative embracing your uniqueness as an artist and individual, and why Twix is Steven's dream channel sponsor. Here's part two of my conversation with Noir at Blanc V. There are things that I do that work that just can't be done as fast as maybe people want them to be done, right? Like Well, that's a the great James Rawlsy thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, a great synth mystery video, while that didn't take forever, it took like two weeks of me not just pulling down stuff researching uh, from yeah. researching i i had to i used some clips and i had to write those people and wait for them to write me back oh, right yeah. you know i i wanted to use their clip and you know all they said was like oh i'll give you you know a shout out or whatnot right sure. but it was so important that i got those specific clips the permission yeah yeah um because they 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 were the they were the perfect ones like on the internet. Yeah, and they really succinctly um, like kind of like you're saying the quote you said like really sums up. You can exactly see exactly where Kemper's coming from. Yes, yes, yeah. I, I needed those things in the places where they they were, and I couldn't have a. What I couldn't have was like a different clip. It wouldn't it wouldn't tell as as good of a story if I had a different clip. So there's all these things where, okay, well, I can't release one every month or something. It takes time. Yeah. Um, and then the same and that's with what makes it else. special, too, you know? It's like, because, like, and then, you, and then you may not, like, water it down, but, you know, like, the fact that you have to put out something in, like, a very specific structure and then trying to fit something into that structure every week or yeah. every month. Like, I feel like that's, like I was saying, like, the James Rolfe AVGN thing. It's like... Those are great because he takes his time and, 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 you know, they come out when they come out. And maybe if he tried doing one, I know, because I know there at one point he was doing like two a month. And even he said that was yeah. like insane, like just doing two. And it's like, you know, the quality of them would probably suffer, you know? Well, absolutely, would 100% would suffer, you know? And they, yeah. And you're right. It wouldn't be, uh, as soon as it stops being a labor of love and it starts to be, I just got to turn just, these out. Yeah. I just got to turn this out. That And that's what happened back in 2017. Like yeah. it, it became, it, it, it was this weird promise I made on a video. I said, I told the guy, I told them I would do one a week, sometimes two a week. And then I remember being like, you know, like getting up and staying, like I would stay awake until yeah. like six in the morning. Oh my God. Making a video just so I could get it out. Yeah. You know, um, I'm I mean, so deadlines are great, tired. you know, but yeah. Yeah, but, it's not like I'm making money, like, yeah. Um, you know, from, hey, you know, okay, I won't say that, but you know, I, I get a couple hundred bucks a month off of ad revenue. That's not a bad thing, but it's also not 
maybe it's not worth staying up till six in the morning. Right. I mean, you were saying like some of the videos, it's taking you 30, 40 hours to, from door to door completion. Right. I think, I think you were saying at some point, I, I would say like the, some videos are easy. Some videos are like, um, right, like, oh, like the top five cents or the top three cents I wish I could have bought or something. Some some video I did. That was easy. That took, you know, I I wrote it in an hour. I shot it in like an hour. And then finding all the footage and editing it took maybe like four hours, right? So that yeah. was like six-hour video. Six-hour video for me seems easy. Like I can schedule that out in yeah, one day. sure. No problem. But um, a video like Great Synth Mysteries, it's like, you keep un- you keep turning over another stone, and then every stone that you turn over, you say, "Well, how should I fit this in? Like, where yeah. should it go?" And then you're finding the footage, and you're writing the people, and then you're choosing the music, and then you're making sure that you tune the music so that you don't get copyright strikes. And then you know, I'm saying it, yeah, it yeah. becomes this whole much longer thing. So yeah, like a video like a Great Synth Mystery takes, you, you don't think it does, but it takes like probably yeah about thirty hours. To find all the footage, write it, do the research, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you think of things on different days. It's not just sit down and do it like a job. It's like you have to create a narrative out of something that may not have a narrative. Um, and, yeah, the Eurorack series. Anytime I do stop motion. Oh, that's, that's yeah. I, would, I wanted to ask you about that. I, I, I completely forgot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like. And that's what I get a lot of actually requests about that. It's funny. Companies like, can you do stop motion? Yeah. Like, can you do the stop motion to do the thing? And it's just like, well, we'll give you, we'll give you free press or something. It's like, you want to do the stop motion? Yeah. I'll give you free. You know, it's yeah, just yeah. like, come on. Yeah. Don't, let's not do this whole like uh, exposure kind of a thing. Yeah. It, but, you know, that's what I like to do. Like, I – look, and I haven't actually done stop motion on the channel in a while. So now I think about it, I, I guess I should do something. I've been slacking on my stop motion. Um, but that's something I like to do. So I just want to do it. Like, it's not even – I don't even think about the time. Right, exactly. But if I'm – you know, if I'm going to, like, do stop motion, it's got to make me want to do it. It can't just be, like, some company saying, oh, you know what would be really cool? Like – Let's do this collaboration where you like do all the work and then like we, we make we you reap think, all the benefits. Yeah. Like we make you think that you're getting exposure and it's yeah. like, mm, it's like, I, I can know just how to do that. Make my own videos and get my, myself exposure. Like you're coming to me <laughs> to get exposure. Like, what do you think here? Yeah. You, you, it's like, you want to hire someone to do stop motion? Cool. Hire, how about just hire me if, if that's what you're really trying to get at here? Like, yeah. So, uh, it's like a roundabout yeah, so, way. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a roundabout way of thinking that like, oh, it's a collaboration. But I've grown enough, I think, now to understand the business. And I have people like Andrew and Jeremy who I talk to. Uh, I don't know if I say on a, a daily basis, but we have a we have a conversation on, you know, a weekly basis about the state of where we're at. Because, I mean, I'm not saying that we're like the synth youtube ambassadors of any of any kind there's so many people who are who are just out like no look mom no computer right he's huge in terms of what he does right um i don't have a personal conversation with look mom no computer but he's so in his own lane 
I don't know what I could bring to him, you know, and I don't know what he could bring to me. Like, it, it's a great, he's great because of what he does. No one else touches him on what he does. Like, that's the thing. He's so unique. Um, but, you know, the three or four of us, we can talk about things in terms of, like, what's going on and what are the new things and what do we think about some of the sort of political things in the YouTube arena and yeah. how are we navigating these as individuals. So. That's awesome. That's, I think it's super important to have, like, that community of uh, support, especially with this kind of a thing. Yeah, I, I, I actually gained a lot of subs when um, – it was when I was on a break, too. Jeremy, like, um, he – did a video about like synth uh, or like YouTubers that he watches. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like the first one that he brought up. Cause he was like, Oh, everyone knows like the big ones like Andrew and um, div kid. Like he knows. And he's like, here's some guys that you may not know. And I remember that video came out and like, I was on the break. So I'm like my sub, my sub thing was like, whatever. It was like, you know, maybe I hit gain like, you know, 500 subs or 600 subs or whatever. Wow. In the last month, which was pretty low um, for me at the time, I shouldn't say those things because it sounds like fucking like a like an asshole. I'm like, man, that's like a third of my viewership. You it know? sounds like <laughs> an asshole to do these things. Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's pretty low. Again, like five hundred subs. Yeah, like, it's, I couldn't it's only like only like five hundred. Like yeah, but it was low. And then he, you know, because we're friends, so he, I he didn't say he was going to do it. He just made the video. And it's like, I remember I gained like 1800 subs, like just wow. from that, like on not that day, but within, within the run of that video or whatever. And I was like, wow, like that was really great for when my channel was like on a break. Like it came at like the perfect time. Yeah. I hadn't made a video in like a month and a half. And, and that's like the hard part. I think people always, if you make videos that are just relevant to that moment, if you take a break, it seems like you've it seems like you've abandoned yeah. what you've been doing, right? But me, it was just like I had just been doing things all the time, some whatever I felt like. And so it didn't necessarily I don't think it felt like well there goes another one. Like here's someone's gonna come to replace him. Like mm -hmm. I hope that I sit in that place of like no one's going to replace me in exactly what I do. You know, I mean if in the same way as if Look Mum No Computer leaves, who's going to replace him? Who's going to who's going to do a flamethrower Eurac modular? No one. You know, no one's going to replace him. So, yeah. um, I hope even if I don't, I really in reality, I hope that I somehow can fit into the YouTube space in that capacity. I feel like you already have. Well, we shall see, I guess. I, I, got, I got a long way to go to where I, I really, really want the channel to be. Um, be you know, because I don't want it to be big in, in, the, in the sense of like, oh, now it's just it's my job to make videos. Um, because I see how fickle it can be, right? You know? Yeah. Um, you know, I look at I look at stats and things like that, you know, and I'll see like some people's social blades, right? Where they're where they're really hitting it, right? The guy will be doing like really good for that month. You know, maybe like two, three hundred thousand views like that month. Whoa. And I'll be and that's like in the synth community, which is like, you know, that's like a that's like a Jeremy, like a red means recording 
kind of a thing. That's not like Andrew Huang. Andrew Huang's like, you know, he's like mil millions yeah. per month, right? Well, he, I feel like he's like the awesome. music guy. Uh, yeah, I would say I would say so. It, 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 I I you know, hopefully he doesn't you know hear me say this. Maybe he will. But you know, I I don't know if I'm starstruck by him because it's I don't know. Because I, because I get, you know, I'm in a like conversation with him like every day. Yeah. You know, but it still is weird, you know, like it's funny because I mean, I guess YouTube is the new media, the new, the new TV for so many kids. Right. So even though I'm a little older, I still am like, oh my God, he has like, he has a million subscribers and he's like, he's talking to me. I remember like I had a conversation with him about he was coming to LA and we're like, yeah, let's like link up. And I was like. And he's like, bring synths. And I was like, what? Like, that's awesome. I'm going to hang out with him. Like, that's crazy, right? Like, uh, and, and yeah, I don't like to sound like that because it sounds like really lame, but I'm just saying, like, it's like really fanboy, fanboyish. Yeah, like way too fanboyish for someone that I actually get to talk to. Like, that's probably, you shouldn't do that. But, but that's also speaking to how good his content is. That's not about just him as a person, me fanboying out. It's like, no, he does like good things that are like, I watch a video of Andrew, uh, Andrews and I'm just like, I'm like, what? Like, like I remember he did the Darude, like making making a track, making a sandstorm out of a sandstorm. And that was just so original. Yeah. Like people like he's thinking like and that's the thing. He's thinking on things on a different level. Right. Most most people aren't thinking about creation on that high of a level. Yeah, and it's like you not know, only is he thinking about it, he's also executing it. Yeah. Because those are like two totally different skills. He, yeah, he's a great musician and he's a great conceptualist. Like he's conceptualizing fantastic content while also executing, you know, the delivery of it as a presenter. Yeah. And like it's just so many like talents there that I can totally idolize as a as a person you know and so well yeah yeah, sure well the fanboying out comes from like somebody with lots of uh a big audience being you know you being connected to them and talking to them it comes from being damn like this guy is like he's he's next level like and that's the thing right You, you can't even as a person who's just starting out for the most part on youtube right that's kind of why bigger channels stay bigger Right. It's because like most people never reach that level of being that good at presenting, which is like maybe the, the number one thing at execution and then overall like content creation, meaning that like you're a good editor, you're yeah. uh, you're good at the voiceover, you're, you're good, good at camera. Yeah. Sound All is good. The things. lighting is good. Yeah. The, and it's always good for him. And what it is for him is it doesn't look like he's trying. I think for me, it looks like I'm trying. I think I try to make it look like I'm trying. I, I enjoy that. But for him, you don't, re- you don't see it. You don't see that the lighting is really, really good. It's very flattering for him. You don't, it, it looks effortless. And that's why he's so popular. And I don't know how he does it. I honestly don't. It's not fair. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like if you could see your channel through how I see it, I think, I think you I would see yourself in a very similar light. I don't know. I, I I think maybe it's because I know what I'm doing, and so I'm like, oh, lug this light over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like you, you can see behind. You're seeing behind 
the curtain how the donuts are made. So it's yeah. Yeah, when the microphone falls. If only you, you could take a step back and, and look at it as if you were a stranger, you know, you'd be like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe I would. I think that that's probably, the, that's probably where I sit at is like everyone's in their own creative space. And so when you're kind of when I'm looking at someone like Andrew, it's always it's always this mystery of how did he do it? Yeah, because I don't even know. Like, I know how people light rooms and things like that, but. I'm never seeing he just has such a great person personality For that sure. is supernatural. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, like, you know, you can tell that he has ideas when he's creating like you know, things for his videos and and the things he's going to talk about it, but it comes across as just hey friend, like that's kind of what it comes off as. It's just like him saying like, "Oh, hey, friend!" Like, and then he does the high five and everything. Yeah, it's like and super casual. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, and that's real cool. Uh, I I don't necessarily know if I um, I come ac- I think I come across sometimes as maybe like brooding a little more. He's he's always very friendly and like high fives, which is very fun. Um, kind of like Bo. Bo's way more like fun and uh, he's not high fiving, but he's just uh, <laughs> not yet. Not yeah, he might, you know, he's coffee. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I might I might I might steal something like that like um milkshakes and I don't know, I like milkshakes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, I hope that I can continue to do good things to make people enjoy the channel and I I, I don't know if I feel like inspiration at all, but I if there's anything, I always feel like I want people to just like be themselves. Like if there's one thing that I, I had to learn a lot later than some people was really just be okay with being yourself because, because it, it, it's okay to not apologize for being unique in, in whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's like, yeah. with you know, that's uh, like, as like a bookend, I think that's, you know, they always say like the things that you're best at are the uh, collection of things that you're really good at. You know, there's always something that makes mm-hmm. everybody yeah. unique because, it, you know, maybe I'm not the best um, technically visual person, but I, you know, yeah. I'm pretty good at teaching, you know, and maybe I'm not mm-hmm. the best guitar player, but I know how to get the sounds I want. And it's like, yeah, maybe my channel is not the best storytelling, but I try to incorporate what I can and those stories people like. So it's like where those things intersect, like that's where I got to live. Yeah, no, I, I I think that that's absolutely right. You you have to take all of the things that make you uh, a unique person and accept them, and then say that, oh, I can. Those things are the strengths. Yeah, where those intersect, of, that's where you mm-hmm. can be the best. Yeah, because yeah. there's no, nobody nobody else has that same makeup. We're all like yeah. have different talents, come from different places, have different ideas about what makes a great shot and what's great lighting and you know that's yeah, where i've been trying to live too so that's exactly what i i told my mom when she asked uh one time about like the channel she's like how has it been doing and things like that i said uh i said mom you know what the funny thing was is years ago when i was in college all kinds of things i would like i would doubt myself for you know like i'm 
I wasn't uh, I, I wasn't able to play fast enough or I wasn't, you know, uh, I didn't know all of the chords as fast as I could. Right. And then I left college and I was like, you know, I'm a pretty good like piano player, like keyboard player. Right. Uh, you know, most people would be like, oh, you're really good. But I just look at myself and I say, I'm kind of pretty good. Right. Um, and I was at video editing. I was like, oh, I'm a pretty good video editor. I'm pretty, pretty good at being funny. Like, I think I'm pretty good. And then I'm also pretty good at shooting a video. But when you can look in all of those things, the, the equation, all of those yeah. coming together. The equal, nexus, yeah. Yeah, equal what my channel was when I was able to say, hey, this is me. Like, and that was it. It, it was, it wasn't trying to be anything else. And you really can, you can learn a lot about the world and how they accept people who are different from them and unique just from putting out things where you are truly yourself um, and not trying to be anyone else. Right. Yeah. Cause that's definitely the danger and like someone oh. comparing yourself to someone like Andrew Huang, you know, cause it's like, he's been honing his thing for a long time and he has no, skills and talents that, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's the ultimate, that's the ultimate, I think that's the ultimate thing with you two is is people they see something they see that they're successful and they just try to emulate it yeah um and that's i think that's you know not talking about the unhealthiness of it sometimes but it, that's where it becomes a problem is that you don't even do anything that is uniquely you yeah and then you wonder and even if you gain success if you gain success then you say oh who was i the whole time yeah and then if you don't gain success, you spend so much time just being a different person. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the whole, the whole journey is about just loving who you are even more because putting yourself in front of people is, is scary. Yeah. And I know that I was scared and, uh, still yeah. am. I'm still, yeah, I'm still scared every time. I put <laughs> well, uh, you know, this is, this is, this is good. Uh, I like talking to people. Yeah. I like the one-on-one -on -one kind of a, I can look at someone and and we're having a conversation about things in this moment. Um, so, yeah, this is always good for me. Sit inside watching. I sit inside making videos. Yeah, a lot of the days. So it's. Uh, I know yeah. there's some days I don't go outside or uh, don't really oh see anybody, gosh. and uh, you know, you get into your own little world a little too deep sometimes. I definitely do, and it's almost like culture shock when I have to like go out and go to the food store or something. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm better now. There's a lot of things that I, I wish I could have done to make myself more healthy as like a, a creator, understanding that you don't have to just be inside with yourself all day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still working on your, that, yeah. Yeah, your interaction becomes like, oh, someone commented. Like, literally, like, that's, you know, friend time was missed out on and things like that. But you can't go back and, and, and you can't think about the regrets as much as you can just say next day is going to be a better day. Yeah. What did I, what have I learned today and how to kind of bring mm -hmm. that with me into the future? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and not worry about the numbers, yeah. you know? So, yeah. Well, then I think that's, uh, you know, a big thing Roberto always says too, you know, uh, cause I, I was, I, I don't really talk to him. I talk to him a little bit on like Instagram DM once in a while, or maybe it's more me saying mm -hmm. things at him, but, um, <laughs> You know, the thing I always take away from, from doing YouTube, and I think I've kind of 
learned it sort of from his channel and, and some of those like, you know, Tim Schmoyer, those kind of guys doing that stuff is, you know, if YouTube blew up tomorrow and everything mm -hmm. I've accomplished or everything I've done with it was gone, like those strides I've made, like as a person, like I feel like yeah, I wouldn't be able yeah. to talk with somebody like this. Like, yeah, I was never that great of an orator. Um, you know, I feel like, or I would have been too nervous to interview somebody or, or talk with somebody, mm -hmm. you know, and like the skills I've learned for lighting, the skills I've learned for editing, yeah. filming, like all that stuff is, I've made such strides with, and it's, that's really what it has to be about at the end of the day. Because if it's about, yeah. you know, how many people subscribe to me today or how many comments I got or how many downvotes I got, it, it, yeah, I don't know. It, it just, yeah, it's got to be about the journey, you know? Yeah, chipping the, all those things chip away at you as a person, right? When it's just like you yeah. put out, you you put out something that people enjoyed, however many people that was, yeah, is irrelevant compared to that you did it at all, right? Yeah. Um and that is a weird thing when you think about it, and I, I think that I I try to separate myself from it a lot of times. It's like you put out a video where you sit and you talk, and you get, you know. <laughs> <laughs> thousands of people watching it right and and the thing is i guess i'm able to separate it but it's weird because i watch like mkbhd videos and i think like oh yeah like he's way over there he's yeah. mkbhd and he's way over there and you realize that that's exactly the same way people watch your stuff exactly they're like they're watching it on a television and it's just yeah you're just a, it's just a show right yeah. and it's not as if they don't care but it's like some people don't. Some people love you, you know. Um, but also, you have to you have to realize that, like, if it all stopped tomorrow and you were getting one view of video, did you increase all these different types of skills in your life because you just walked that path every day? And like, I much prefer the person I am now. Me too. Than the person I was when I started the channel. Me too. Um, yeah. I have. I don't even know why, but yeah, the the channel then um, was a young guy scared of showing off his work, always being very way too personal about it and never really uh, expressing his true creative like feelings to to normal people. You know, I would and this maybe is just about my personality is like kind of crappy, but like I don't meet a lot of creative um people or creative like girls where I'm at like a lot of times. Right. And so like I would meet girls and they, I wouldn't tell them about like my YouTube channel back in the beginning. Right. I would just hide it be like, you know, cause I didn't want it to be like a weird thing or them to be like, Oh, like what is it? You know? And now I'm so much more okay with being like, yeah, I have a YouTube channel and it's going well and I enjoy the people I get to meet and it's great to be able to produce and entertain people when I can. And if I get any sort of a like weird look, I don't shrink down and say, Oh, well I maybe it's just, Oh, I guess that's just, it's not meant for us. Like this is not the thing, right? Like sure. in the, where in the beginning and anything I ever did that was creative, I always shrunk and just said, well, I'll just go back and I'll do it when you're not around or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm so much more confident than I was um, in 20, 2015 with the with the sunglasses, how I always was trying <laughs> to separate my creativity from who I actually am. So, yeah, it's like owning that that person or that creativity, you know, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's because it makes you better. Yeah, yeah. You have like such a better idea of like I've, I have such a better idea of who I am. Like that, I think that's one of the biggest things from YouTube. Like if it blew up, is like I have such a better understanding of who I am, what I want, and uh, where I'm going. You know, and that's like that's like yeah. I always say to everybody. I wish I, I think everybody should start a channel. You know, and I know like I said before, like anybody can do it, but not everybody will. You know, and it's the people that do. I think they're you're we're, we're really lucky. You know. Yeah, there's there's something about there's so many things that you gain from learning. You learn about yourself through YouTube, which can which can translate into so many different parts of your life where it's not just about the views. It's about, well, say you make a video every week, right? Well, that teaches you like discipline. Yeah. You know, Um, speaking in front of a camera candidly helps you to speak in front of people candidly because what you what you don't realize is like it's 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 creating the eye contact with Mm -hmm. the lens and all of these things which are which are very similar to a person like you not everyone's good at that when they first start yeah i look down like i used to look down and i you know and now it's like i can really like look into the lens and and know that i need to connect with people and that can help your interpersonal skills sure um, with people um and then putting yourself out there as a person who has unique qualities likes and dislikes that they're going to be able to share with however many people watch right and leave that up as sort of a a document of who they were at a period of time not everyone likes to do that the same way as like people used to you know they have an old yearbook and they would like scratch their picture out in the old yearbook because they're like that's not me it's like well you have to be okay with like that was Mm -hmm. that was um, and it's not a bad thing. It's just evolution over time. You just, you want to be okay with the journey. And so, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I, like you said, not everyone will start a channel. I think everyone can learn something about themselves, even if they just did it for six months or a year, um, and really took it not serious as like, I want to start a business or I want to start a career as a full-time YouTuber, but as a, uh, I, I want a community based around things that I want to talk about. And that's it. Like, yeah. Um, Cause I'm sure you can't go to like random people on the street and be like, Hey, have you heard, yeah. have you heard the new Dave Smith's? They'll just be like, wait, what? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, it's like, well, I, I am going to do a, a series like that. I'm trying, oh, but you know, awesome. the, I have to get a, I have to get a camera person to help with that. Um, but yeah, it's called synth on the street. I already thought about it. And it was going to be me taking my modular around. I already thought about all the like funny this things awesome. that I hope people say. Yeah, I really, I'm, I, I'm really needing like a very like ghetto person to walk up and be like, "Is that a computer?" Like I already <laughs> like thought about like all these funny things that could happen. The police thinking it's a bomb. Um, people are gonna think you're like a time traveler. Yeah, I, 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 it'll happen. It's obviously going to happen. It's just a matter of me hiring the camera person and shooting it here and not getting arrested and not getting it stolen. It's really, it's really all of these kind of factors that have to be thought about first. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's all these things that I think about where people would be really interested in it. If you showed them kind of how to just mess with it for a few minutes, you know, plug in some things and let them move some knobs and see that things are happening yeah. And have them just be like, wow, this is so in this is so interesting. 
So, you know, I, I need to get my mom to mess with it too. She, she pre, she'd be pretty interested. She only in plays like, like analog pianos, I take it? Yeah, she's only, she's only pianos. Um, but yeah, I mean, I talked to her about it one time. I was like, mom, we're going to do this like mom, mom versus modular thing or something. Oh man, your, your ideas. I mean, you must have just all these segment ideas. This is great. Yeah. It's just, they come, they come in this weird place where it's like, I can't do all of these things. (laughs) I want to, but then it's eventually I could become up with a channel where there's no actual series anymore. It's just one off videos of like cool, like things, but We'll see. We'll see. One, one, one day. I mean, you spend how much time do you sp- you think you spend on like, right now on like the channel on overall? Your, yeah. Oh man, I, it's it's got to be running like full time job status. So I mean, it's you know between I've been I do like a live stream every week with my friend, mm-hmm. and then for a while I was doing two of those a week. Uh, at one point mm-hmm. I was doing like like trying to do a video every day because I remember again like Roberto was saying once he started doing videos like more frequently that's when his channel was growing sure. growing growing did so, you feel like that happened for you yes and i also felt like i was starting to cannibalize my own audience you know because it got sure. to a point where it was like there's just too much stuff you know there's like there's definitely like a middle ground and um it also it just got it got to be so because i was doing like monday wednesday friday and then tuesday wednesday or monday thursday mm-hmm. friday were videos tuesday wednesday were live streams and then the weekends like i would also do like another stream sometimes and it was just way, way too much. Um, but now I'm trying to tone it back. You know, now I'm doing the podcast sure. too with you right yeah, now, you know, which so, good. which is fun. And um, I'm trying to get, like I said, like if you two ever blew up, I still want to be able to do, because this, this is totally independent of that, you know? So it's, it's just like another yeah. way of getting yourself out there. And it's something, yeah. a format I always wanted to try because, you know, I love like all sorts of different podcasts and interviews and things like that. So, um, but yeah, I would say... I've been trying to do more of those those videos where it's, you know, point and shoot and talk to it and just jump cuts because I'm not the greatest at always conceptualizing my thoughts and I don't always write mm-hmm. a script, but I realize like the ones where I do write the script are mm-hmm. usually come out the best. So I might have wind up spending more time, but I would say like 20 to 30 to 40 hours depending on, you know, um, what I'm doing. So, but again, though, like it can be different depending on the week. I've been, I try to have weeks where it's like, okay, this week I'm just going to like unbox this thing that somebody sent or like sure. today I'm just going to talk about like this song I wrote, like the video that came out yesterday was just a video of like the different parts of a song I wrote. And, you know, it took me like, I don't know, maybe an hour, hour and a half total to like edit it, shoot it and everything. So sure. Really depends. No, I, I, I think that's good. Uh, you know, there has to be a limit to the amount of time you're going to put yeah. into something that requires you to not necessarily always be around people um because yeah hard work is important but personal relationships you know yeah. uh, can suffer i mean we're kind of like we're i mean we're not like streamers per se no in yeah. the way of like sitting at home like by yourself that's like, gotta be yeah i don't know how they do it now i've wanted to do it i wanted to do a fun wanted, video game stream. i wanted to do that too yeah because that's um, definitely another one of my big interests you know yeah, like I, I, I got the like NES Classic recently, oh, the nice. SNES Classic, and I was like, oh, I'll just, I think it would be fun to plug it in and, you know, 
I'm just playing the video game, but it's going to be more of like a hang. Like, like, hey, you guys want to talk about some things? Like, I'll talk about it while I play video games. I think that would yeah. be interesting for the channel. But then I also am like, I don't know. Like, you start doing something weird. Like, if someone were to come to my channel and to see a video game, I don't know what they might think. Like, but then again, I have so many, like, things surrounding video games because music is such a big thing in video games, you know, yeah, I, that's I've been I was, wanting to, that's immediately where, I, like where that. my head went. I was like, well, what if you, you know, were playing like final fantasy six and you, you know, were scoring it yourself with the volume off or something. I don't know. That that's what I was thinking about. Um, because I love the Sonic media soundtrack. I love the soundtrack for Sonic media. Um, and I was going to talk about how you could learn music through, uh, video games like if you it, it's so much easier to hear instruments because they had such a limited amount I was going yeah. to like recreate some of the some of them on like my sub 37 it would be an amazing video to do it would just take it would just take maybe two weeks because I have to learn the pieces um, so I can perform them and as well create the create like a lot of the backing tracks so I can show people how they work. Um, but that I know that if I could do that, that video would really open up the channel to a whole other audience. Absolutely. Um, but uh, it, it, it's all really about time, yeah. effort and where I want it to go. So yeah. uh, I think it'll come at some point because that soundtrack is just that or. Turn, uh, Turtles in Time soundtrack, one or the nice. other. Nice. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's such a great soundtrack. So uh, that that is a part of a different video, though. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Cool. I'm excited for the all these new series and segments that you got brewing. Maybe I just have ADHD. I don't know. <laughs> zero, 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 uh, zero of the same series from last year. Literally, my channel has none of the same things. That January to August, jeez, wow. Okay, yeah, that's pretty weird. Yeah, <laughs> you're 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 on your path though. You know, you're you're trying out new things. Gonna see what see what comes back. You know, check out the analytics. Yeah. See what people are are feeling and vibing on. So, channel grows. Channel grows a lot. Creator does none of the things that people came to channel for initially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess I created so many things I can do that people stay around hoping that that's the video that will come. Sure. So, um, but th there's so many easy things to do, you know, midweek melodies. Those are easy. I could just sit and sit and play. Yeah. Maybe I noticed I that you were doing talk. more of those. Cause I, I, and that was my impression was that, Oh, these must be like, you know, more not quicker, but you know, they must be yeah, they're, easier to do. They're easier to do. Um, I mean, just like the the name of the series too. It seems like very. Oh, midweek melody. It's you know. It seems like it's going to be very just like a one off or like quick kind of vibe to it. And that's what I was hoping to do. I was hoping to make it a every week thing. I was hoping that mid midweek melody, which is an awesome title, I remember yeah, making sick. it and being like, just sick sick ass title. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was like, Wednesdays would be a great day. I'll do, I'll do Monday, Wednesday, or I'll do Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday videos or something like that. Like, and I wanted to do it for every single synth I did. Monday could be the review. Maybe not every week, but most, some weeks. Monday could be the review. 
uh, I'm sorry, Tuesday could be the review, Wednesday could be the midweek melody, and then Thursday could be like the synth quickie where I talk about hints and tips about it, right? A little bit more in depth where I'm showing specific uh, techniques, right? Of course, that died because I realized, ugh, that's like the same thing every week. I can't, not that I don't want to do that, but it's just like, uh, maybe I just changed too much. But I want it to come back in some in some capacity. I want midweek melody to happen again because people literally like commented me that recently. They're like, "Man, bring back the midweek melody." And it's like, <laughs> it's hard because it is one of the easiest videos to do. Like, I don't do. I just do one take. Yeah. Setting up the cameras and then doing the one take is real easy. Yeah, that's super. Yeah, it must be super quick. But and it sounds like it goes along with what you were saying about wanting to play more. So. But then it comes down to me being like, was that take good enough? And what I don't oh. want to do is do a crap load of takes where I already know exactly what I'm going to play. Like, I kind of just want to I would just do it. Jam. And it, it is what it is. And and it, that's it. Uh. You know, and uh, Next week's another week. Well, <laughs> maybe you'll get that. Maybe, maybe. Maybe you'll get that. I have the obligation to do this uh, this reverb video that I have to like be done with on Tuesday. I think I have to deliver that to cool. them for, for for approval. When is it? But you know, when it's is coming it? on the fourteenth of August. Awesome. Yeah, they, there's a approval process that has to kind of happen. Uh, I don't hmm. know if I'm not supposed to talk about it or supposed. Oh to yeah, we. I mean, I, was I, just... I already did. <laughs> I already did. So, so, you know, it's just like there's something that I think I have to I have to do something pre releasing the video. And um, but those are good. The videos are good. Um, I, I don't do reviews for pay, but uh, I think sponsored videos where hopefully you can give your audience, you know, discounts on things and, you know, also incorporate it with something you use makes sense instead of um absolutely i just i just really have to have my 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 unbiased things like i'm not saying you can't get it from a company it's just it's important to me that i don't i don't make that a a an option when my channel's like around it's not a don't don't worry it's like nobody nobody told me i had to do this yeah and like you said before it was like it waters it down or it kind of um makes your mission less uh like if you're if you yeah if you're like taking i don't know i just can't i couldn't see how that could be fun too you know it's and the thing is it's it's way easier it'd be way easier for me to do uh newer synths and things yeah because um you know i i that's not who you are though no and I, i i actually recently bought which is like sitting over here this uh this emu proteus 2 Hmm. Um, which is like a rack mount thing. And um, it's part of um, a series that I started to shoot, um, but now I have to like actually make the music with it. Is uh, it's, it's called Pawn Shop Super Producer. Whoa. Like, where I just go to a random pawn shop and I try to find like what, it doesn't matter what it is. I just got to find something cheap, produce something with just it. buy it and produce something with it, right? It's kind of, it's kind of like awesome. uh, against the clock. It's kind of like against the clock um, where you have like a, a, a period of time to make something, but I'm limited to whatever I can find, can find. at a pawn shop. Uh, I can't pick it. 
Um, now it costs me fucking money and it sucks. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Uh, well, you could always, you could always for, sell it back to the pawn shop at a loss. I'm sure. Wow. Oh, that's one thing I wanted to ask you about really break quick. It. You <laughs> mentioned in the video the Amazon return policy. Why not just do that with 12 days of synthness? Order, you know, a card of 12 cents that you want to check out, and you know, Amazon will uh, rent them uh, out. Rent them out to you, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I mean, maybe I could. It's tough because it's like how much. I. It's weird. Back when I was doing a lot more one minute synth review stuff, I would like, I would like actually. Uh, have a certain amount of like money that I would just put towards like returns. Like, <laughs> I don't know how that sounds. Um, Makes sense. You, you know, like I would literally, uh, I guess I would take, I would, I would say, okay, I need a new synth. I would just say for like $500 I didn't need or something and just buy it and be like, well, I'm going to get the 500 bucks back yeah. soon. Um, so it was just one of these like, you know, but we will see. I mean, it could be real expensive, um, but, you know, maybe next year. Maybe next year I'll be uh, known enough that companies will let me borrow some things just for the holidays. It, I think it would be a fun video. I think that it could go well into a lot of different types of things where I say, like, oh, here's some good gifts for your maybe your kids who like sins. I don't really necessarily know if I want to go down that path because – at works for some channels like Bo did it last year, like best synth gifts. And I remember that, that, that thing got like a hundred thousand views or something. Yeah. Like I think it was, it was just one like of more crazy. popular ones. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I know that I could do that, but like, that's like the I, whole be, YouTube thing, like jumping on trending types of content. Yeah. So it's like, you know, am I being too, am I being too like low hanging fruit to know that this would work and then to do it? Or am I just trying to be helpful? Yeah. So there's that. There's this whole double-edged sword balance, to like, yeah. yeah, like it's like sponsor content. Like if I talk to a company and they're like, oh, we want to do a sponsorship. I'm always like, well, you know, uh, is this going to work for like us? Like, is this going to be a good idea for us to do? And it's like, sometimes it's not, or sometimes it's not worth it um, for the amount of people I know are going to feel alienated by me doing like, Hey guys, this video is brought to you by Twix. Like, you know, something like <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, which would be awesome. I want Twix to sponsor my videos. That would be, be amazing. That would be sick. That'd be that'd be probably like a real fat. I feel like that would be great. I tried to get them to, be good to, for Halloween. to do it on Twitter. Maybe that would be great. I just gotta get in to know who these people are. If I can just get to like the marketing person at like Mars, Mars Corporation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. So, uh, you know, if you meet anyone from the Mars Corporation, like drop them a hint. Like, maybe. Hey, you know. What if you did a series where you com- you said, "Oh, this is the best type of Mars candy to eat when you're playing the synthesizer." Yeah, I. However, they want me to do it, so they can write the largest check possible. I want the check to be like, so I don't have to do a sponsor video for the whole rest of the year, or. I could just eat them in every video, you know, and then, and then I get a sponsorship from Crest. <laughs> so that reminds me of like the, the Mac and me. Did you see the Mac and me? Um, uh, James oh, Ralph angry video game. Nerd? Yeah. yeah like, I didn't, s- it was, I guess a Cinemasca review of it. Right. No, I, right. I saw it and it was 38 minutes and I was like, I don't have the 38 minutes right now, but I will. 
Well, that's like a great because um, they they talk about like product placement because I guess in that movie it's like sponsored by McDonald's, sort of like the corporation that shipped around McDonald's products. But they were talking sure. about how like each all those movies has like this product placement. So that's what you could do, you know. It's like ET where there's like Reese's Pieces, you know. And that, I mean, I would I would like that to happen. Yeah, I, I don't I, know if it will. <laughs> I mean, uh, I. I I need Twix to get on board. I'm going to keep tweeting at them. And then at the uh, end of each, at the end of each uh, segment or something, you could, you could just like pop one open and take a bite. Like, all right, guys. That could be your. That could be your. That could be your high five. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how like companies work with things like that. I don't see. I, I, I guess I don't watch enough like high end like YouTube content. Like, so so many of the channels are like sub for me like maybe like sub 200,000 channels or whatever right like Andrew Huang's like one of the biggest channels I watch as well as like Peter McKinnon right but then it's like Peter McKinnon doesn't do like Twix ad but it's like why not like he's got right 100 he's got like 500,000 people per video yeah why shouldn't he have a Twix ad like they'll put a Twix ad on freaking uh put a Twix out on freaking reruns of like Little House on the Prairie. So, I mean, just saying, like, I, I just got to find the person. For me, it always ends up me meeting the person. That. Yeah, it's like, you could you could do a lot with those those type of sponsorships, because that's what they used to do with like TV shows and commercials. Yeah, and it's, it's totally not attached to anything that I'm doing anyway. So it's like, I don't think people would be mad if I were to, at the end of every video, talk about like... Your love of Twix. Mm-hmm. Twix or um, like Velcro or something. Ooh, use Velcro to like tie up your, your your cables or something. Like nobody would be suspect of that. People would be like, that's cool. Oh, yeah. you know what? To, to go to that, the HOSA video I did like way back before, like in February, everyone thought that video was like sponsored by HOSA. Like I got multiple like messages from like people like. Wait, which one? Just, which I did a HOSA video where, like... Oh, yeah. I, I, like the, I like the thumb for that one with the cables. You had them, like, wrapped around you, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I was so clever, I thought. But, uh, you know, it, uh, my hair looked great at that point. As yeah, well. yeah. That was a good hair day, man. Um, that was a good photo shoot. <laughs> that was fun. But it was, it was, like, I wanted to do a cool tongue-in-cheek video. I had all the... I had all the jokes written down. Like, I already knew every joke that I was going to try to do. Um... Where, you know, I, I love me some hoes, hoes of cables. Like, that was, like, a funny thing I knew. But people thought that video was, like, sponsored to death. Like, they were like, you are another person with hoes of cables. And what I do, what I will say is I get what these people are saying. People are just suspect. Those are just everywhere, though. Like, every music store, anybody who's ever... Like, even just a kid that's got a, a new guitar and he goes to get a cable, it's like, chances are that kid bought a Hosa, you know? It's like every single yeah. music store is just flooded with those with that company. So it's it's everywhere. Yeah, I, I the thing, they're, they're really good, though, at being, like, creator community focused. Now, I don't think Hosa has ever sponsored. I mean, I don't know. I, I only speak for myself, right? But, like, I went on Amazon and bought those cables because I didn't have any Hosa, I, I sorry, I didn't have any Eurac cables I liked. Like most of the cables that I got were like real 
thin and I didn't like them or whatever. And so I bought the Hosa cables, which seemed a little expensive. But when I got them, I was like, wow, like this cable is like really good. Like, like these cables. They're not paying me to say this. Yeah. And they're not. Yeah. I didn't. I think I even put that in the video. I didn't know I had to put a freaking receipt of uh, Amazon. Uh, apparently, that's what you have to do now just to make sure people don't think you're lying to them. You oh, the I see. I see. Where you paid for it. So, anyway, I'm not going to get into why I think people are such... They, I, they, they always talk about consumerism. They're like, I, I don't want to feel like I'm being sold to, right? And it's like, well, when you go to the store and you pick up the Fruit Loops, you don't want to feel like you're being sold to, but you are. Yeah. Like, they got the toucan, and somehow, like, somehow you walked in that store, you didn't want, you didn't put Fruit Loops on the list, but you walked out with Fruit Loops. Yeah. Like, you got sold to whether you think so or not, right? And I don't, I don't do that, but I also realize the reality of it. Like, everything, you know, I, this Zoom recorder, someone somewhere said that it was a good recorder, so. Well, that's, that's the thing, is, like, you hear about things after, like, so many times, like, I've heard yeah. so much about Zoom too. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I'm probably hear about it at least once a week or twice a week from different people. You know, the Zoom company comes across, or we talk about some kind of Zoom, you know, multi-track recorder. It's like it's just everywhere. Yeah. You know, that's the same with Fruit Loops. Like you've seen those ads since you were a kid for you know twenty twenty five years. It's like that is just ingrained yeah. in your brain somewhere. You know, it it is, and that's the thing. Like I never owned a Zoom before this, but it was like, what are the names of recorders you know? It was like. Tascam and Zoom. And I had a Tascam and it was okay, but then the Zoom looked like it had better quality, so I bought it, right? I watched a couple reviews from like, you know, Curtis Judd, some people I liked, and um and then I was like, yeah, I'll just I'll buy it, right? But it was like I mean, you make the decision for yourself at the end of the day, right? Like yeah. consumerism only works if you are the consumer. So I, you know, for me, I just kind of, I get the reality of it. Everything is trying to be sold to you. Maybe not, maybe not always covertly. Like it's not a covert operation to trick you. Sure. But I still eat at McDonald's. Yeah. I know it's horrible. It's like, it's it's almost like you're selling it to yourself too, you know, like by, by like, yes. Oh, I'm interested in this pedal. Let me go online and find a reason to buy it. You know, like, well, let me go find a exactly. review that I like. So it's, it's kind of like everybody is, you know, you know, like you're saying, it's like consumerism works because we're consumers. Yeah, that's that's my biggest that's my biggest issue. I have to stay away from videos like that because, like, the person may not be telling me to buy it, but the person is saying that it's good. And because it's good and we like stuff, <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's a thing. Right. Yeah. Like I, I, I watch like camera reviews. Or I watch like lens reviews for lenses that I know I'm not going to buy. I just do. And I think that's how like a lot of people do on YouTube anyway. It's like you just want to be watching content that you like. You can't go on Netflix and watch videos about synths. You can't go on yeah. Amazon Prime and watch videos about synths. Sure. YouTube is the place about synths. And, and I know people a lot of times they say things like, oh, there's, it's oversaturated, right? And I'm always like, no, I don't think it is because – when I go on YouTube sometimes, I run out of things I want to watch. Me too. Right? Um, and that, and because of that, there isn't enough for everyone. When you go on television, you might get, like, bored or whatever, but you, there's always something you might want to watch. Like, it's weird to say, but it's like, oh, I, I want to watch, like, sp- uh, sports. 
or cartoons. Like I can just watch cartoons all day. There's always a cartoon, but there's not always another synth video that you want to watch, you know? Yeah. And it's, I think too, there's another, I mean, I'm a, I, I'm just going to seem like a Roberto fanboy, but like, you know, he always said, there's something he said with channels like that and oversaturation is if there's an ice cream shop and there's 40 flavors and you have, you come along with the 41st flavor, that's something that somebody wants like strawberry cheesecake. And the other place doesn't have that. Like people are going to come to you because that's the flavor they want. Exactly. No, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's, there is no oversaturation yeah. when right now there's not enough to satisfy everyone. I, I mean, even back then when I was watching AVGN videos, I'd watch AGVN videos more than once, like Me sometimes, too, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, and that was like, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, like you don't probably need to do that, but it was just no one else was filling that space of like quality content with kind of this, uh, this character. Yeah. So what are you going to do? You're going to watch it over and over and over to get your fill. Yeah. Huh. And you maybe there. seek out something that could be similar, but I mean, I always come back to that because there, there's not. And those, um, the, the funniest part is like the ones where he puts the seasons together and it's like 12 hours or something, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. that's when, you know, you're like, wow. Like he's put out like, a lot of videos. This guy has. This guy can put together a compilation of a season, and it's hours long. He has like DVD sets where it's like yeah. there's seasons one through seven or whatever. On like seven DVDs, it's like this is this is a whole other level of production. I, I envy. I don't envy it. I respect that. Uh, he he showed me that. I think, and I hope he shows a lot of people because he's not really pushed to the forefront of like how things are done because he's been around. But like, if you talk about consistency and being able to last there, I mean, you can't even, you can't even like touch a channel that's been around since the, uh, the dawn of the YouTube era and is still today like watched by the people who watched it like then. Yeah. And they're saying like, it is still it's still good mm-hmm. um and it was even good then like back then like you know there was a point in which like it it changed to being like better obviously sure um but he's yeah he's been up with the formats you know he shot originally in like sd because that's what it was and then eventually he upgraded to hd mm-hmm. and he upgraded hd when it was necessary and so um anyway yeah i i can't say enough for his impact on me as a personal person and then also the impact on like this is this is a creator who makes videos basically by himself yeah still and then has millions of people watching those videos way more than tons of television networks sure those small crappy television and he did it completely himself Mm -hmm. did it completely himself created a character built a business around it you know and then did it his way on top of that he shot a movie i know yeah, no, that is like he completely circumvented the entire like industry when it comes to all yeah. this stuff. And he I shows mean, that he, you yeah. could do it if you have the idea and the passion and the drive. Like, the sky's the limit. Yeah, and it, it's funny because he doesn't seem he doesn't come off as this like shrewd businessman who's like, you know, like he's just a um, guy that is like loves movies and loves games. Yeah, and that's that's how his passion flows through him. 
Yeah, there, there's other channels. I don't know if you watch people like um, The Completionist um, no. or guys like that. Well, it, there's, there's, so like Gerard Khalil, who's The Completionist, he does like video game, um, he does like 100% completions on video games. Oh, okay. Like, he's very awesome. different in the way of like, you know, he talks about like his channel where he's like, oh, guys, like, so you know how YouTube is doing the thing, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, you know, uh, you know, I might have to like lay off some employees because you can't. And like that kind of grates on you yeah. as like, you know what I'm saying? Like James and the Cinemasker has never like done that. They've, they've figured out ways. You, just like now he puts stuff on Amazon early and he let people know that like, hey, it's going to be on Amazon Prime. Um, before it's up on, uh, you know, YouTube. So if you want to get it over Amazon Prime, and you know he gets paid more for Amazon Prime clicks or whatnot. So I'm always thinking to myself, like, that's great. You know, he's not hitting you with the bad news. Yeah. Of like, oh, woe is my woe is my channel, or we're we're just trying to be here. But other channels will do that. Other channels say, hey guys. So you know how the algorithm is. Yeah. It's really bad for us. It's like uh, people are aware of the state of a lot of things. Um, but, you know, Fox News or whatever network you watch, NBC's or ABC's, they don't tell you, like, hey, we might have to do a layoff. Like, that's, yeah, you know. Right, yeah. <laughs> just give the people what they want, which is the entertainment. Mm -hmm. Explain to them things when it needs to be sort of explained. But... You know, I would hate to I would hate to be like, hey, guys, I won't be able to go full time on YouTube unless you guys like give me like enough money. Like, please give me, you know, not a Chris Chan situation over here. So. Yeah. And then that's I think that's what you were touched upon in, in the latest. I keep saying think piece. I don't even know if that's the right terminology, but eh, um, good enough. <laughs> you know, it's like you're saying the, the I think you pretty much said like the moment you do anything for the money or like. Like, again, you know, if YouTube blew up tomorrow, it wouldn't be about the, the pennies and cents that I made in my AdSense. It's about the skills and the passion. It's like, yeah. first and foremost, like, that's what needs to come across in your videos. Like, that's the only reason to do it, is your passion for this community and their, your passion for just playing music. Yeah. It, we're all in this creative thing where we're musicians, and the word sellout comes a lot quicker than in other things, Right. So staying true to being a creative person is very important for a lot of people who aren't, say, maybe doing it and understanding, like, you know, like, there's a lot of musicians who play and make music at home, and they don't even get paid the 200 bucks a month that I might get paid on AdSense, right? Which yeah. is, like, pretty damn, like, pretty good, yeah. right? Um, you know, so when you think about the whole year, like, there's a lot of musicians who went to college and sit in their houses and play music and try to play and they never get paid because because people don't like to pay musicians. You know this whole game, mm -hmm. right? Sure. Ph photographers, like, that's a weird thing. Photographers, if you need a photographer, like, you can find a gig almost any day of the week and they'll give you 50 to 100 bucks. Like, hey, we just need a photographer for like two hours. I'll give you like 50 bucks, right? Okay, cool. Oh, hey, we need, like, somebody to play piano at, like, this little thing for, like, uh, a couple hours. Would you be, like, willing to, like, 
come do it. It'd be good for you. We'll give you, like, we'll give you like a, a a comp meal or something. Yeah, like it'd be, you know, it's fun, right? It, that's like the difference between like musicians and like a photographer, people who do video or things like that, right? It's, um, yeah, it's like the it's like a painter in a way. It's not as it's not as crazy gone where it's like the painter. People are always saying like. Oh yeah, you know, it'd be nice if you just did this painting because for whatever, because you know nobody really wants it anyway. Like you know, but that's I think the thing you have to walk that very very thin line between not being a sellout and then being I don't know, uh, understanding that there is a business behind this. Like YouTube is super valuable. Companies always looking at YouTube for how to sell ads because like. They can't sell ads in magazines. They can't sell ads on TV. Like, that's what people, I think, have to realize is that, one, and I'm not saying that companies take advantage of synth YouTube or music, musician YouTube or guitarist YouTube or anything like that, but it's just like, one, no one reads magazines straight up. Like, the magazines, when you go to NAM, are on this freaking thing that that's like this awful kiosk where... You know that like a bulldozer is going to come and like crush it like at the end of Nam. Like nobody is like wanting those. Yeah. Two, they don't want to spend money on real advertisements except for like Arturia. Arturia will buy ads, right? You'll see an actual ad for Arturia when something's released. And three, they can they never can put those budgets for television ads because they're too small and it costs too much. So they gotta go somewhere. And where are they going to go? Well, they can't go on their own channels because, one, no one trusts the channel of a company for the most part. You, you, that's why most channels for companies are super small, even if that. they sell a lot of things. I've and you know that. that, right? Yeah, I've noticed that. So, okay, there's that. And then number two, and also they don't curate those well enough to make them go anywhere. Yeah, um, that's what's that's, funny about them, too, is like they don't seem to – some of them seem like – oh, let's try this for like two weeks or like let's put up all this content in the same day and then it just sat there for seven years and it's like seven years ago. You know, it's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was one week ago, seven years ago. Yeah. Every like, other video. Yeah. And so, and there's that, like, and, and so I think that maybe if people understood that, and I didn't want to like make that in the video because then it seems like I, I'm maybe being a little bit too businessy about it, but sure. that's just the reality is that they're going to go to your channel if they want to get someone to cover some, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, cause I mean, think about it, like again, using James Rolfie as an example, he has, I don't know, whatever millions of people that watch his uh -huh. stuff and those people are really into games. So, Hey, if you got yep. a new game, yep. that's a 2d throwback to, you know, the classic NES titles, like why wouldn't you try to get a targeted ad on his stuff? Because nine times exactly. out of 10, probably the people watching it are going to be interested in that. Yeah. The, the, the audience just, that's where they're at. Uh, when I was younger, I, I read the magazines. Like I went and I picked up Electronic Musician magazine, and I would open the magazine. I'd go through the whole magazine, yeah, and, cover, and cover. I would come across ads. But that's because you were going through the magazine, right? Now, I don't care what anyone tells me. No one reads the magazines. Like I mean, there are people who do, but for the most part, video is still king, right? People want to get information faster than they can actually ingested by reading they want they want to have examples they want sounds and moving images so they're going to go to you they're going to go to me they're going to go to whomever it depends how we decide we want to kind of accept 
the, these kind of like offers from people. Yeah. So I just wish people understood that more is that like the companies don't have anywhere to go. They don't want to spend the money, but they also they also look at people like ourselves or whatnot or whoever is at this level, whatever level it is, and they still don't want to spend the money when like an ad in like Electronic Musician magazine 10 years ago, they first they've got to they've got to do the photo shoots. They've got to get the person. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. those are like thousands of dollars of advertising that now they're just not they're not spending. And now it's, you know, it's, it's, everybody has like a full production music studio in their pocket, video studio. So that's a whole other element too, because I see a buddy of mine who's a director out in LA and um, Mm -hmm. his, his income and everything has changed drastically in the past 10 years Mm -hmm. from when he was crushing it, doing commercials till now he can't even get jobs because it went from, Hey, you're this person with this, you know, camera, this SD camera, HD camera. And that used to be a thing. Like he hit it at that time when it was. You had to have a special equipment to do it. Now everybody has that equipment in their back exactly. pocket. So, exactly. you know, the value of it has gone down while the ability for people to make it has gone way up. Has gone way up. And, and there's more and more companies that understand that. But at the same time, every company, everything is not the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't get jobs from other companies if I hadn't and don't put out as certain aesthetic as I had kind of created over the past like couple of years. Right. Yeah. But that being said, like not everyone has the skills or the equipment to do those things, but they've come so low in price that it's attainable, you know, yeah. like back in the day, like you said, it, it's, if you didn't have, like if you just had an HD camera at some point, right, you could go out and buy, I, I started in video when the HD cam was a big thing, which is a, it's the version of like 1080p tape. Um, Whoa. You know, not standard definition tapes, uh, like videotape. So 1080p videotapes, you could just go buy, take out a loan for, I don't know, $70,000 or something and buy an HD cam SR machine and then just rent it. You would make your money back like double after like a year of owning that machine just easily, just on rentals. Right. Right. And that's because no other machine could do 1080p tape. Now, HD cam, no, uh, it's all tapeless workflows. It's all it's 4K file-based. Now. People have yeah, 4K on their file-based iPhone. file-based workflows. Nobody, nobody delivers 4K tapes right. anymore. No, I mean, they don't do it at all. There is no 4K tape player that right. I know yeah, of. Yeah, it's not even, yeah. So, uh, all that being said, it's, it's nowadays, like you said, it's, if you can, if you have the skills to do it, the equipment is not the barrier to injury. It's your skill level. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, but companies do prey on that. I definitely know that firsthand as someone who does this for companies and they pay me and I say, oh, wow. Like, you know, the call, like, you know, uh, it's always, oh, I'll make this up on the next job. Like, you know, I might be doing this for like 750 bucks to do this video and it's not really good. I like, I want the, I want the connection and the relationship more than I want to do this because I know I'm getting screwed like for the equipment and the hourly or something. So, yeah. But that being said, uh, it's just, uh, companies who are in the synth and music don't have anywhere else to go. They have to have people like you and I and 
Bo and Andrew, all those people who do videos to be able to market their stuff in a way, quote, in a way. If not, they, no one would hear about their products. I like, just, it's, they can go on blogs, I guess. They can go on Synthtopia and, and read about it, but uh, it's not usually as fun as watching a video, so. Hmm. For sure. Yeah. I'm glad I brought down the end of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, this stuff is super informative because, like you said, people have such a misconception about how all this stuff works and, you know, where you're coming from as a creator. And, uh, you know, I don't mean you. I just mean, like, people in general. Um, and I think that's a super important conversation to have, you know, because, like you said, it's not just about, oh, I'm going to start a channel so I can get free synths. It's like that's not how it works at all, you know. I guarantee it won't work that way. <laughs> it's like anyone listening, I guarantee that if you think that, if, because you don't have, no one has an audience, right? If you have a few, if, literally, if you have a thousand people subscribing to you in the synth community, that's a decent amount. More than say, uh, if, if you have a thousand in the camera community, that's not yeah. a lot. Thousand is like, that's a channel just starting because there's so many people coming and consuming. They want cameras yeah. or video games. A thousand people in the video game community is like, oh, you might as well have zero. Right. Right. 10,000. Okay. It's just starting to get there. Right. Yeah. Uh, Especially music. I mean, I feel like where you're at, that's, that's a pretty decent amount of people for a music channel. I definitely think it's a lot more than I would have expected to I never thought it would have more than uh, a thousand in the lifetime of the channel. And that right. was me being very honest with myself about how I thought that the whole, um, I thought that it worked. Right. Well, same here. Um, I thought, I thought I was going to peak out maybe at like a hundred, you know, it's For, weird. Like the right? stuff I do is like so niche. It's, it's, if, why would I think there'd be anything more than that? You know, like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I try not to I try not to think about the numbers, but there is sort of this wonderful this wonderful double-edged sword of you can see the progress that you're making, right? Not not everywhere yeah. in life is your prog like you yeah. know like in a video game yep. where you see like the HP yep. on your character, you're like, "Okay, this many points to the next level." Yep. It's kind of like that. Like it's YouTube is like a weird video game analogy. Yeah, it's like, and that's what I mean with the, all the analytics and the data. And that's like mm -hmm. a vlog I did at one point was like, data doesn't lie. You know, it's like, you can see very clearly, like never before, whether the music you're doing, if you have like a band camp, whether that's finding people mm -hmm. or people are listening to it, people are buying yep. it, where they're yep. listening to it. You can see very clearly which videos you put out are the ones that resonating, mm -hmm. like we were saying, and which, yeah. which ones people want to watch or are clicking subscribe to, which they're yeah. liking, disliking. And it's like, you can really tailor your um, direction, but it's like you would never, people were never ever able to ever do that before, especially creative mm -hmm. people. No, no. you. I don't think there's a better, if you're starting a band, right, and you want to be famous or whatever, you know, which not, you know, not going to happen yeah. because of, you know, that's ridiculous, I guess. But you know how that goes. Like, I don't know what band has become famous in the last like few years. And it used to happen like more, right? Yeah. You know, Fall Out Boy came and you're like, oh, wow, Fall Out Boy kind of came out of nowhere and now they're a big band. Like, you know, I can't pick a band. So yeah. uh, 
all that said, like if you want to go somewhere and make try to make it work, YouTube. You just got to get you may not you may not you may not overtly tell people that this is a band and this is how I'm trying to do it, but you have to kind of covertly convert people from something else into your into what you're trying to do, right? And yeah. you know, that my channel was always trying to do something like that where it was like yeah i'm talking about the gear but really like it's a personality thing like uh hopefully you enjoy this and it was like some people do vlogs they start with a vlog right away as you know and roberto would say that's not what to do don't don't start a vlog yeah you've got to kind of get people into something else first so i just thought of it like uh start a youtube channel because it is the most exposure you could get like yeah. Where else in the world can I get 5,000 people to watch a video where I just talk about something and then, you know, get 200 plus comments about, yeah. you know, like that's a lot of. That's really pushing the needle for getting yourself out there, whether you want to get your channel out there, or your music out there. Um, I don't know, just your thoughts about a certain aspect of the world. You know, it's like you, you don't have that platform anywhere else. That's That's what I found, too. It's like it's amazing that, you know, my channel, I get like 100, 200 views and that's. That's like a lot. You that's know? a lot. And it's like, because that's you, a lot. That's again, Roberto, Roberto again, you know, he, he's always saying, like, if you picture those people in a room, a hundred people. Yeah. Picture those people in like a movie theater. That's a lot of people just sitting down that's to see what you got to say. People. That's a lot of people. And you don't realize that until you do take the time to just meditate on that idea of like, what else even in your life? Like, even if you're, say, a person at a company. Right. Who's like managing people. And then you have to make like you have to do sort of this new training course about this new technique you're going to be using in the workplace. You're usually not speaking to 100 people. Maybe you're speaking to a small conference room of 20 or 30 people tops. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So to be able to and, and 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 also what you've done is you didn't tell the people you have to be here. You allowed them to come freely because they want to be there sure and that's really um that's really really important when you just to think about yourself in that way like wow like i can you know like yeah people will spend time and then time is important right like people don't spend time doing crap that they don't want to do yeah. if they don't have to do it so you make crappy videos you keep making crappy videos there's gonna be a lot less people right yeah but um people know right uh so yeah yeah it's and I'm, i always make the analogy too to like like you're saying if you want to be like a musician or a band and, and get your name out there it's like you know i played so many shows when i was younger and to people that maybe people weren't even want to be there or like they weren't into the kind of music or you're doing and it's like yeah. with youtube like i've had the most interest i always say this the most interest i've ever had in the stuff i'm doing mm -hmm. even just as like a offshoot it's like wasn't even intended but so many more people than ever before in, in the 10 15 years i was like trying to do something or play music <laughs> or go out like now this past year it's like the most interest there's ever been in my music and it's like a complete yeah. i wasn't even trying to do it and it's like you know i'm getting you know maybe like 500 to a thousand views a day you know and it's like mm -hmm. I, I always say to myself now it's like it's a lot yeah, I'm like, because I, I always like used to beat myself up like, oh, I should if I want to be a musician, I got to go play shows, I got to go do this, got to go do that, and it's like, I'm t potentially getting my music out to 500 to a thousand people a day, 
It's like yeah. you're trying to if you're trying to do that, like touring or playing people's basements or oh, playing yeah. clubs. It's like you're lucky if you find one person per show that's going to be into what you're doing. Like today, it's like if you have a channel, if you're doing something with music or have something that's interesting, you know, to people in whatever way, to be able to get that many people on board per day, potentially new people, yeah. if each one of those represents another person, like that's super powerful like in a way that we were never able to do before as like creative people no yeah it, it's it's really really inspirational uh to see a platform be able to do that you know and it's it's backed by google so every time someone searches on google it's referencing like youtube as a place to go and find the information yeah. right second um, biggest search engine yep behind google super 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 powerful right um and yeah, just like you said, it's most of the time, and also a lot of the time, it's not going to your people who are subscribed to you. It's going to the people who are uh, new, right? Because a lot of videos don't go. I think right now, somewhere like thirty percent of the videos' views are from old people, like um, not old, but yeah, legacy yeah, subscribers, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then seventy percent of it is all new viewers, right? Wow. And so that's like a weird thing. When you think about it, like, just like you're getting, a, say, a thousand views a month, right? It's like, well, maybe 300 of those people already have been there and they've seen you, but that's like 700 new people that's, who yeah. are looking at you every single month. Uh, that's insane. And it's it's almost weird because I know, you know, my channel is at, uh, I think, it, it's it's at like eight or nine hundred thousand views right now. Wow. It's not at yet. It's not at yet a million, but maybe soon, you know, within a couple of months. Um, but Congrats, that's, like, that's awesome. Oh, uh, I mean, when I get there, I think it'll be, it'll be even more interesting to think about that, but just take away like half of that or even a quarter of that, you know, a quarter of that is people who really care and have been watching you consistently. And, but say, you know, 750,000 people watch you, 750,000 people you've never met in your life have sat there and have listened to your every word and have looked at your face. It's weird. Yeah. It's a lot weirder than, and it's, and it's an experience that most people can't have. And I'm not saying it's a better or more like experience to be like lauded after. It's just like most people don't get 750 people looking at them every week. I mean, they and, say, like, the hardest metrics to hit are 100 subscribers and then 1,000 subscribers. Yes. Like, those are two of the levels I where, agree. like, 60% of channels don't even get past those those goalposts. I absolutely agree that uh, 100 for me was, man, I, I wish I could think back to that. Like, I, I'm sitting here, like, having, like, this, trying to have this, trying to have this thought back to that. But I, I do remember 100 was not super, super hard because I got one video on Syntopia right away. Oh, okay. And the first the first one I ever put out got like on Synthtopia. Yeah, I feel like your channel grew pretty quickly in the beginning because like I said, when I, I think when I found it, it was the, the, the Tempest video and I think that was pretty much the cutting edge one that you had done, like the newest one you had done. Yeah. And that, had, that was pretty early on in, in like, if I remember, if I'm recalling correctly. I was about two years ago exactly probably it was like yeah. august of like 2016 like that's that's um, a pretty amazing growth rate you know yeah yeah i mean because that was like almost like one of your first like 15 videos no or it was like your eighth video or oh, something. Pff. let's see 
Six, probably six. Probably, yeah, because uh, yeah, Mother 32, Prophet, Sub 37, JDXI. Um, Maybe, uh, when, was, um, when was uh, the Wolf, Akai, the, the Akai? Akai Timberwolf was a little, After little, that? little bit later. Oh, okay. A little bit later. Um, oh, yeah, I think that's, yeah, I think that's how it went. Yeah, I think it went five. Number five was... Um, the SV1, and number six was the Tempest or something. Oh, something like that. So, yeah, you were, like, like really shot out of the gate then. It, it was growing slowly. I didn't have – what it was was, like, I had good videos, but I didn't have a catalog. So what happened was people came, and they saw one video that they liked, and they realized that, like, my channel was, like, one – video every three months at that point it was like it was like yeah yeah because i did a video in like early or late january and that was a sub mother 32 sorry and then it was like january and like february march i did one april may i did one june july i did one like august like i was hitting like six videos plus like two videos of me playing i was like eight or nine videos after almost you know eight nine months on the channel like it hadn't been very many but i got to the first hundred pretty quick the the thousand came after one year about yeah that's like for me too that after that it was like oh i felt like the videos weren't getting shared at all it was okay because i didn't mind not getting the video shared but it was just this it was this constant like we it was just constantly thinking that that's like was i going to get was it going to work? Yeah. I remember that. And then it did. It's like Tim Schmoyer, I think, too. He has, like, there's, like, that one video where he talks about, it's kind of like the doldrums or something. Like, your channel has follows mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. this pattern where it's, like, shoots up, and then it'll go down really, like, to, I feel like that's kind of where I'm at right yeah. now. Like, things seem a little stagnant. But then, mm-hmm. like, once you can break through that, like, that's, yeah, that yeah, valley, yeah. like, that's where it's, I, I don't know, understand, like, what that is about. I don't know if that's algorithm. I don't know if that's. The trend, I don't know, but I feel like if you can do two things a year, and this is just my kind of self uh, self analyzing, it's like you have to do two things a year that move the needle mm-hmm. for anything, right? Sure. And and uh, you know, it, it doesn't seem like that because it seems like you've got to put out stuff all the time. But what it is is the one thing carries you for a few months right like i did the i did the great synth mysteries and i knew that once that came out i said i gotta drop a video next week like come rain or shine i gotta drop a video you got that momentum i got the momentum going right and i saw that 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 video just did crazy good so i was like i gotta drop a video the next week and i should have done a video the week after that but it was just like i couldn't follow I was too tired, mm-hmm. so I couldn't do it. But, like, I can still see the momentum of that video helping out. And that video came out, um, I guess it was, like, maybe almost, like, two months ago or something. Yeah, it was pretty recent. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't super long ago, but, like, you know, I've had... To have 5,000 views on the video I just did on Tuesday for a thing that I didn't... That has no 
nothing is associated with that video really, right? Like there's nothing in the description about like since the title is not a, about you know, it's just it's a talking head video. That's a lot of views and I can still say that that's coming from you know, the few like 100 views a day that I get for the Great Sense Mysteries video. So it's like you just have to do that like a couple times a year yeah. to get your channel like moving again, right? Um where it's like you know, like a lot of this channel, a lot of channels have that. It's on different levels, right? Like, if you do a video that gets a million views, but your channel only has like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, have you ever seen a channel? Yeah, I've yeah. seen this before. Where it's like a, a thousand with subs or something, and they have like a thousand a subs, but they had a million view video, mm -hmm. and you're just like, what? Yeah. Like, you know, that's it's crazy. It's like, but they didn't know how to. They didn't know how to capitalize off that at all. Yeah. A million view video at this point, I mean, I couldn't imagine what would happen if I could get a million view video, which yeah. is real hard. Like, there's literally, I feel like it's Andrew Huang has a couple. And, um, I mean, those are know, like, maybe those are like legacy now. videos, though, too. No, those are like ones that have been percolating on the internet for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know Red Means Recording has a few, and he talked about it in that special yep. where he did the one video and it was like, that changed everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and, that, and that's just kind of how it is. Like, you get the video, and it goes. So, I don't, I don't really think... The, the valleys, and they, 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 they do happen, but you can't hit a home run every time, right? I guess we're not all... Uh, what's his name? Um, Casey. Casey Neistat or Jake Pauls or... Uh, uh, who does like who does a video that gets like a oh you know who I who I recently found who I didn't realize was this guy named Shane Dawson? That sounds very he's familiar. Like, yeah, he's like pretty he's like pretty like long time like on the channel uh, or oh, sorry on YouTube or in general and like he's got he just he released a video I saw it the other day he released a video and it was like it was like twelve hours or nine hours later and it had like three million views and Whoa. I was like wow like. What do you do when, like, that's your life? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if I would want that to happen. Maybe for a year. Maybe I'll maybe take the money and I'll quit or something. But, like, <laughs> um, we'll see. I mean, it's, it's, it's always kind of a – it's always a journey for me of saying, like well, – especially when people are like, dude, we love your channel. Like, I've been here. We love it. Love it. And I'm just like – and it's weird because I'm like – but what have I been doing? Like, I don't it, coming in from a first person perspective. It's like, I've just been making the videos. Like I, I didn't tell you anything really about myself. Like people were still like, well, I didn't know your first name. I don't know if you've ever, that's a thing. Yeah. I don't know if you ever introduced yourself. <laughs> uh, I've, I've never said it. Yeah. I've never yeah. brought it up. That's like the whole and that's mystery the of it too. It's like, well, that's a weird thing is like people, uh, and even it was funny, I was doing the div kit and he's like, can I tell people your real name? Can I introduce you as like your real name? I was like, yeah, that's cool. Like, cause people always like noir, like noir. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's fine. But, um, I, it was a personal thing at the beginning to just kind of separate a character from, you know, it was, it was sort of the same thing as like, he's not James Rolfe. 
when he's the angry video game nerd. You know, he's gotcha. he's there is like no name really associated with him. It's just which is good. It creates this character of an angry person you might have known who played video games. Yeah. Right? It's not a it's not a it's not Max or Mike. It's just yeah. a it's a guy. So uh yeah, I thought about I thought of making it that way, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I actually come and talk about like real history things at some point. Yeah, I guess I guess it's uh, all part of the discovery of of what you're doing with your channel. Yeah, I think I'll do a video about that that music video that does lie dormant on the channel. Um, yeah, that, because I'd, I'd it, be curious about that. Yeah, it, it is. It's a good piece. It's a fun, interesting piece of music, and it has a video to go along with it. And I think I can spin the story a very cer- like a certain way. If you watch the video. If you were to watch the music video, you would be like, whoa, like he was wearing this is 2009 and he's wearing sunglasses in this video. And he never it's you know, it's like this weird uh, thing. It's like it's always been me since before the channel. It's not it's not like a new I was so skinny then. So bring up that maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know yet. Yeah, you'll have to see. Yeah, I, I think, I don't know. I think there's like that, that personal, like the personal connection, you know, that you can put out there that that's always like really valuable and really resonates with people. Yeah, I, I know that people appreciate when I can just kind of talk more off the cuff. Yeah. But that's the hardest video for me to do. That's why it seems like, oh, it was just no work at all. But for me, it's like, me sitting there watching the jump cuts and me sitting there listening to what I'm saying, that's like way harder. Like, ah, uh, you know, cause I do a lot of takes. I mean, I use a teleprompter when I'm using, when I'm shooting the videos. Really? Like, wow. Reading. Yeah. I would have yeah. never so thought that. I, yeah. 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 But I like, mean, that's uh, like improv though. That video you're referring to. That yeah, was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, yeah, I, I had to get the teleprompter cause like, that's way easier than uh, people think, like, than writing notes. Well, then, like, Because then I'm Rolfing looking at the notes. Yeah. yeah, then I'm looking at the notes, and it's easier to just... I feel like it's better if I can look and engage, and I can focus on, like, not looking, like, really, like, lame. Like, like hi, guys, like, this is a thing. Like, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> this is a thing. Uh, so, I had, you know, I had to kind of make those choices, like, talk more off the cuff or try to engage more engage more engage less but get to you know look away look away a lot because i'm thinking about what i'm trying to say and i don't know if that's as good as being very like direct Uh, so there is a there's always that there's always that random baby crying outside (laughs) great segue So where where can people find you online? I mean, I know where to find you, but uh, yeah, I mean, you can go to Noir Noir Blanc V on um, YouTube. Obviously, um, I like Instagram a lot more than Twitter, so you can find me on Instagram at the same Noir Blanc V because uh, I actually post um, some things to IGTV there, oh, which that's are right. exclusive to IGTV, um, and. Uh, 
yeah, you can find me all over the uh, internet on different uh, companies' videos if you watch hard enough and listen hard enough. <laughs> so it's always a mystery. You never know if it's me or if it's not. I'm going to be <laughs> looking now, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny when people notice, so... <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. We'll see what the future has to hold for a channel. I, I look forward to seeing uh, what it is when I look back in uh, five years and seeing yeah, where it is then. Me too. Um, and where it, from where it is now. Cool. Cool. All right. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Stephen. This has been so great. Well, that about does it for the Noir at Blanc V two-part series on the 424 Recording Podcast. It was a pleasure having Steven on the pod, and he gave me a lot to think about in terms of my channel and where I want to go with it, and I hope our conversation gives you a lot to think about in your creative journey as well. If you want to check out Steven's channel, it's youtube.com slash Noir at Blanc V, and he's also on Instagram and Twitter at Noir at Blanc V as well. This is Mike from 424recording.com. Godspeed, my friends. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe and review the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to support the podcast, you can check out patreon.com slash 424recording. Appreciate you, my friends. And uh, make sure you do something you want to do today, okay? 